Hello, and welcome to Midnight Podcast with Eddie and Willie, where we like to do podcasts late at night. If you're wondering why my voice is chippier than usual, it's because I sat up. It's because it's midnight, and we all know Willie thrives at this time of day. Yeah, welcome to the No Happy Endings Podcast, where there are no happy endings, just happy friendings. A podcast where we ask three levels of questions to get to know our guests better. Who are our guests? Friends, friends of friends, friends of friends of friends. And today, you have Eddie and Willie, your co-hosts. I guess that's true. Yeah. We didn't really plan anything out. This was more of like a shoot the shot. Shoot the shit. Yes, that's the one. Did you Did you not want to say shit because... I thought it was shot that, yeah, I actually don't, I don't say profanity unless I need to. Your shooter's gonna shoot. It's true. Yeah. But, uh, Eddie is visiting the Nova area, so we figured we'd do an in-person, no audience podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, that's cool. So, what's up, Willie? How was your day? Pretty good, considering I spent all of it. With Eddie, actually. It's a good time. From start to finish. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird being back in Nova. I agree. You live here. And I hate it. Every day. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, so today's episode, you guys are going to hang out with us. And Willie and I are, like we said, he's going to shoot the shit. Mm. Yeah. But about what? That is a good question. It's true. I mean, there's a lot coming up. I mean, the holidays just passed. The holidays do pass. We just have Thanksgiving. You know what? Let's do a Thanksgiving featured one. I know it's a little late, but like, let's talk about what we're grateful for. Yikes. You telling me you can't think of like a few things that you're grateful for? I think all the things I've been grateful for, I've already told the people in my life. Yeah, but why don't you tell the people what you are grateful for? The people that don't okay. know. To be fair, this year is the first year that I did not dread the holidays. Like, I think every year during the holiday period of, like, these three months, I feel extremely anxious. And for the most part, or leading up to this point, I've always gone to Brian and his family for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I've always felt out of place. And it's not because of them or anything. Like, they've always been welcoming. They've always been really nice. But... I just always felt that pressure of, like, is this what family is? Yeah. Am I in, like, the right place because I'm not doing anything? And I don't know why. Maybe just because I got older or something. But, okay. One of the main reasons that I told Eddie that I think it is, is I think it's because I have a very strong support system this year. So I didn't feel that pressure anymore. And I had the option of just, you know, staying at home if I wanted to. And still be okay because I had such a strong social support system. Yeah. And I didn't feel alone. So I think that's one of the biggest reasons that this year was just easier. Coincidentally, this is also the first year that I went to Jen and Tony's family Thanksgiving, which is, I was so anxious for that. Why, why? Because Jen has a huge family. Like, How big is her family? How many people do you think it was there? Was it, like, just her family or Tony's family, so, too? So, at the party, yes. at the Thanksgiving dinner, I was actually sitting in the the other room, the quiet room, and Jen came over and she's like, ah, it's kind of funny, but this is actually the most people we've ever had 
And it was because her cousins were bringing, like, one cousin brought her roommate, one cousin was bringing, like, their fiance, and, like, it was just a lot of people bringing their one ofs. Yeah. And then Jen and Tony brought me, obviously. Yeah. So this was the biggest, like, if I had won last year, it would have been a much smaller group. Yeah. So uh, it was just nervous. It was, I was a nervous wreck meeting that many people at one time. But it wasn't that bad. Uh, overall, um, I actually bonded with Tony's brother, who apparently just hides. Oh. So he was just showing me where to hide. What a familiar... A what a familiar... Uh... And he's like the same age as, me, at age as me, so it was perfect. We like hid in Jen's old bedroom, and we just talked about games. Nice. And, you know, obviously when he had to do his, uh, the obligatory, obligatory, obligation pictures, you know, they were calling for him, so he had to go. Yeah. And then the adults called me William, and I was like, the fudge? How did they get William? At first, I thought they were talking about one of the younger kids, because I remember telling everyone I was Willie. But I think it's because everyone in Jen's family has shortened names. Yeah. Like, Jen is short for Jennifer. What? So they assumed that Excuse Willie me. is short for William. Yeah. So, like, I was upstairs, and he's like, I think they're calling for you. And I was like, no, I think they're calling for William. And they're like, I think you are William. And I was like, are you sure? Like, are you positive? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Well, I mean, I guess I can see where they got it from. Willie, um, Willie... Yeah, so I was like, they probably oh. just did, they probably thought they misheard. I don't know. No, they definitely heard Willie, but I think it's just like one of those like because these are like the older generation people, like the like. I don't know. Parents. I don't. I don't really know too many old Vietnamese people, so I can't really. I think it's just because everyone in Jen's family, like all her brothers, yeah, they have shortened. Na- it's not like how Eddie was describing like Kathy is short for Catherine or something. It's like. They were like, Eddie's supposed to be short for Edward. Yeah. And how your name is Eddie and not Edward. Yeah. But in Jen's family, everyone actually has a short name of their actual name. That makes sense. So then I think that's how Willie became That's how most people Willie. are, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange to be around regular well, people. it's funny you say that because people say the same about people like us. Think so? Yeah. Well, your name is actually a nickname. Yeah, that's why I tell people it's pronounced Willie. But for me, Eddie is my legal name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But... That's what Brian said is normal, though, for Viet people. Uh, I guess. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. So that's why I was... Like, I don't know. To me, it's like 50%. Like, I've met people, like, both ways. So, yeah. That's fair. But it's cool. Do you think... Do you believe in the, uh, the saying, the more the merrier? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I... I remember growing up around these, like, environments. And although I hate being around everyone, I enjoy the sound of background noise. Yeah. So, like, I don't mind all that like background noise talking as long as i'm not in the center of it and being overwhelmed with every single person talking yeah but if it's like in the distance like one room over it's it's pretty nice yeah it's kind of relaxing therapeutic and then it was i was sitting in the quiet room eventually jen came over and then tony came over and then uh tony's brother came over yeah and then somehow everyone just ended up in there and i was like "Uh uh-oh here we go this is this is too many people yeah yeah, yeah. that's so cool though yeah. Yeah. But it was a good time overall. The food was really good. Tony's mac and cheese, by the way. I heard it's bussin'. Yeah, I normally hate mac and cheese because it's always so bland. Yeah. Like, even though it's covered in cheese, for some reason, it's just bland. Cheese. Yeah. 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 But his his was good. I went back for seconds. What is, um, what would you say is your favorite Thanksgiving food? I think my favorite would be shrimp fried rice. That's not a typical Thanksgiving food. Yeah, but 
it can be there, and when okay. it is there, that's all I eat. All right, you know what? I'm not gonna say that's not that doesn't count. But what's your number two then? So you want me to just list down white people food? No, 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 no. I want you to no, just you know, just uh, just say your number two. My number two would be probably chow mein. Okay. <laughs> with shrimp. Okay. Okay. What is your number three? I really okay. So they had crispy noodles yesterday. The ones where you pour the liquid over. What is number four on your Thanksgiving food list? All right, all right Brian's world famous mashed potatoes. Okay, acceptable. But it has to be Brian's world famous. So mashed it's potatoes. not any mashed potatoes. It can't be any mashed. What if it's potatoes? the best mashed potatoes you had versus the best of everything else you've had? But Brian's mashed potatoes is the best of that. I'm not saying period. that it's not the best. I'm just saying if you were to compare Brian's mashed potatoes. To like every other good thing you've had, like Tony's mac and cheese. But that's not fair. They're totally different food groups. Look, I can't. That's like apples gun. and bananas. No, 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 no. It's perfectly easy. Okay. If you had to pick one thing to eat for the rest of your life, it wouldn't be any Thanksgiving food. Based off of the options presented in front of you, oh, shrimp fried rice. Between Brian's mashed potatoes, uh, I see. And Tony's mac and cheese. You set a gun to my head. I'll just take the bullet. I can't eat. I can't eat those for the rest of my life. Respectable. That's a good answer. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not picking those for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Shrimp fried rice, though. I'd, I'd do that for the rest of my life. But that's cool. Really, I'm really glad you had fun. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Did you have a sense of like? Did you feel welcomed? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all very nice people. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's typically, that's, like, the standard and, like, the most important thing you you should feel when you go out to, like, family gatherings or, like, stuff like that when you get invited over, that you feel welcomed. Yeah, mainly because Tony's brother, I just followed him around. Yeah. I've been to, like, people's houses where I don't feel welcome, welcomed, excuse me, and it's not, not a good time. Yeah, I don't know if, like, Jen and Tony warned them ahead of time that I would be hiding or something, but, like, no one went out of their way to look for me, to specifically drag me into the main room. It was yeah. more like, there was a room specifically for people to just hide. Because at one point, it was just me, Tony, and his brother all chilling in Jen's room, away from everyone. And yeah. And just like, this is nice. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's that's the gist of it, really. It's just me hiding a lot. Glad you had a lot of fun. Yeah. What about your Thanksgiving with your hype family? Uh, Thanksgiving with my family was always cool. We just hung out, watched football, made fun of each other because that's what we do. Uh, that's really it. Food was good, per usual. And tell me about this food though, because I want to know what you were looking for when you're like, what is your top three? I mean, my so my cousins in New York, they are Asian and they don't have many white friends. And by white friends, I mean they don't have any white white friends, like suburban white friends. I see. So, the concept of white Thanksgiving to them sounds very bland and plain. Yes, yes. And mind you, they eat, like, the finest foods. Like, mm. hunt, like, $1,000 omakases, and, like, they, they, they eat out, like, fine dining. So, they, they're really hip to, like, good food. Uh-huh. But they also appreciate, like, cheaper foods, too. It's not to say that, like, uh, they don't, they only eat expensive places. But, you know, they're foodies. Yeah. Um, so, like, when I explained to them, like, oh, like, you know, stuffing and mashed potatoes and, like, turkey and stuff like that, to them, they're like, yo, that sounds like such bland food. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. 
every single person I've brought over there, and it's really only like a handful, but Darlene got to try uh, the cooking, like the mom's cooking, and Darlene absolutely loved it. Ooh. Darlene said that she has never had stuffing that good before, and she did not know stuffing can be that good. And she was absolutely obsessed with it. Yeah, I can only imagine, because I've never had good stuffing. Well, I think what it is, is you have to keep it plain and, like, keep the essentials. Uh-huh. Or not essentials, but, like, you have to keep it plain and, like, just keep it savory. All the food, I would describe it as savory, right? It's like the mashed potatoes, plain and simple. I don't know how to make it, but, like, you know, just just simple ingredients. No need to overcomplicate it. No need to go throw, like green onions or any extra shit in there just like butter i don't know salt and not they don't even okay so the dad has high blood pressure so they don't even add a lot of salt to their food Mm. but they do find so the mom really finds a way to make it good and not just just off salt you know they use like i'm sure she does use salt but like pepper and other stuff too but the food is good stuffing's good there's not like some extra like cranberries or shit in it it's just plain like stuffing with you know, cooked in the turkey, and I really don't know what they put in it, but it's good. Uh, butter, of course. Yeah, it's good food. It's good stuff. It's good time. It's nice seeing them. I mean, they they're very welcoming. They can be kind of mean, mm-hmm. but that's okay too because I'm also mean. I'm not as mean as I am to them as I would to be like anyone else. Because it's one of those things where it's like I know what I'm capable of and. I know that there sometimes there's a line that you just don't cross, and so. So that's just this like light banter, right? When you say mean. Kind of. I mean, like for example, like the daughter would be like, "Oh, Eddie, you stink." Uh, you have, and then she'd be like, "Oh, like you have a big head," and I'm like, "Shut up! You are ugly, and you have a big ass okay. nose, and just stuff like that." Like just banter, I guess you could say. Stuff that's true, but because you know, <laughs> know each other well enough, you know it's all in good fun. Yeah, it's all in good fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It's a good time. It was cool. It's cool seeing them. I always feel bad. Lately, I've been feeling bad because my mom wants to spend Thanksgiving with everyone. Yeah. But that boat has sailed. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, growing up, my mom was very, like, single mom, you know, raised the kids. She was all about, like, you know, I do what I do to, you know, so we can survive. She wasn't big on, like, the emotional side of it. And, like, I mean... To me, I felt like she still could have been there for mm-hmm. my brother and I emotionally. Like we could have celebrated Thanksgiving, we could have done, we could have done things together. Yeah. But she did not feel like it was necessary enough. She didn't feel like it was important enough, so she didn't really put effort into it. And I appreciate everything she's done for me, but it's just that like. Even, like, when we got older, she still didn't really put effort into it. So, you know, when I when when I lived with them, they're the first people I've ever spent, like, the holidays with. Like, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, like, I, they, they included me in their traditions. Mm-hmm. And it means a lot to me. That makes sense. I've always had a very strong sense of family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't really get it from my mom. I got it from my cousins in Canada, and but other than that, like, so this, so now that my mom's older, she feels like she missed out on our childhoods, and she wants to spend these holidays together, 
And I'm like, look, mom, like, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Like, I already have these traditions with other people already. You know, people who actually cared. And that's not to say she didn't care, but she didn't show that she cared in the way that I needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds selfish, but it is what it is. Did she ever get Thanksgiving with her parents or her family? Nope. So she's never had any sense of, like, Thanksgiving dinner? No. I mean, it's one of those... It's a, it's a very common case of, like, you know, older parents... Parents get old, and then they expect what they didn't provide to you when they were raising you. Like, the certain love languages. Like, they expect those things from you, but they were, it was not provided for us growing up. So, we're not going... Like, it's not easy. Like, I can sit here and tell you exactly what she wants from me. But something inside of me just is like... I'm not at peace doing that for you. That's fair. Maybe I'm spiteful. But, you know... I don't know. Does it make me a bad person? You think? I don't think it makes you a bad person. But, um... Because I, I think it is, like... You can't... Someone shouldn't expect you to suddenly just make up a tradition when that's not how you were raised your whole life. So, well, if there was anyone to expect that, it'd be your parents. Well, you just said that she's never experienced Thanksgiving with her family, so... She was sold into an arranged marriage at a very young age. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, when I think of her wanting a Thanksgiving dinner now, I'm yeah. assuming it's just the child in her that's like, I kind of am in a place where I want these things now yeah but because you are an adult and you have your own tradition set already right it's more of like instead of foregoing your traditions yeah i would see if there is like a compromise you can do with her be like can we celebrate thanksgiving early you like this tradition here is important to me but i understand that you are someone that wants a thanksgiving dinner yeah right and if she doesn't budge from that then like there's not much you can do there isn't yeah. You ever, uh, you ever just saying love is selfish? Nope. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I mean, it sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't know what it means. I, I, I'm inferring from what you're saying that I think I know what it means. So what I mean by that is that, like, I see it all the time. Uh, but, like, in this example, you know, my mom doesn't want me to spend Thanksgiving with my white family. Yeah. To her, it's like, I should be making her the priority because she gave me life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure, I don't know if people are listening, have ever experienced that before, but the whole, like, I gave you life kind of thing, it's a very fun uh, excuse to use for yeah. your toxic behavior as a parental figure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just have my mom. My dad's never, never been in the picture. She's always been my mom majority of my life. And so, like, while she's around, right, part of me says that, like, oh, you know, I should take advantage of this time. Yeah. Which, I mean, you can only do so much. If she is, like, set on you breaking your own traditions just so that she can have this, then I can see why, like, you would just kind of move on and be like, there's no, nothing you can do. Yeah. And I I always figure that that the counter argument, too, is you gave me life, but I didn't have a choice. I didn't so, have a choice. You know, that's so, a good that's a good one. That's why it's kind of like I don't feel like you should be entitled to like 
owing your whole life to her, but because she is someone that's important to you, at least try to find a solution that kind of works. And if you tried your best and it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. You got, there's not much you can do. I get that. Uh, but yeah, so Thanksgiving is cool. Uh, I got Darlene's first Thanksgiving with the Vex. We've been dating for some time now, and it's the first time hanging out with them, so that was cool. I kind of want to be invited now just to try this white people's Thanksgiving. They probably make fun of you the entire time. That's fine. Yeah, but they're just straight up rude. I'll be eating the whole time. What do I care? That's fair. I'll just be like, I, um, I consider bad. so Darlene's parents are in Europe right now, so only it's only Darlene and her brother here. Mm-hmm. Well, her brother's here by himself. I consider inviting him over, but I'm like, they'd probably just make fun of him. That's fine. It's free food. Mm, yeah, I guess. But you have to interact with them, or else they'll just make fun of you the entire time. They're super rude about it. Okay, with that. That's fair. Yeah, that's about it. Um, that sounds like a good time, honestly. Sorry for cutting you off, but like, if people are just making banter while I'm eating, I'll take that. I would take that pretty well. Yeah. Um. Eh, no, nah, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. That's okay. I, I, I genuinely don't enjoy the banter. Oh, wow. It's annoying because to me, it's them projecting their insecurities, their banter happen to all in good fun i mean i don't take it to heart yeah but but it's just annoying i don't know it's just it's a lot of effort coming up with comebacks yeah i can see if you have to do that non-stop it'd be tiring yeah and it's not non-stop but it's like throughout the day it's like eh, you know like <laughs> yeah it's not that funny i'm just trying to watch football uh, it's a timing uh, thing right yeah i don't know so, it is what it is. It was cool catch up with the parents. They seem to be doing well. They're leaving for a while, and I'm dog-sitting, so that's why I'm here. Makes in sense. good old Nova. How long are you staying here for? Uh, I'm here for two weeks. And that's a long time to dog-sit. It is. Without your computer? I'll manage. How do you feel about this? I honestly thought you would have brought your desktop up for three-ish weeks that you're here Nah, it might be a good cleanse a good detox this is like every gamer's nightmare what do you mean there's no such thing Nah, i i don't know i think like it'd be a good time for me to like it'd be a good cleanse i think it'd be good for me mentally just you know sorry <laughs> my thing is that look i play a game a lot of t- there's only two reasons for me to play games one to hang out with you guys Okay, that's fair. And the other reason is just to ignore my problems and ignore my anxiety and stress. That come from your desktop? No. That comes from life. Ah. Yes. So, now that I'm here in person, I can actually hang out with people in person. That makes sense. So that satisfies reason or, you know, my one reason for playing games. Can't relate. And my second reason that I play games for ignoring my, like, anxiety and stress... Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, this would be a good opportunity for me to sit down and, like, really good work through them. hmm Yeah. And I'm watching the dogs, so, like, I'll have a lot of alone time. You know, I'll work out. They have, like, a home gym. Rack, oh. barbells, and stuff like that, too. So, I'll work out and stuff, and, yeah. Sounds pretty nice, honestly. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I like the area. I think, uh... But you hate the people. 
Well, I like the Mosaic Falls Church area in general. But genuinely, or generally, yes, I hate people around here. So it's okay. That's all I got for you. Yeah. Nice Thanksgiving. Uh, Let me think. What are three things you're thankful for? Oh, obviously the first one you said, you know, my social support system. Yeah. Uh, It was one of those realizations. I was like, oh, this is the first year where I actually have too many people calling me, which is not a bad thing. It is not. It's It's just like opposite of a problem. Yeah. It's like I'm suffering from success. I'm too popular right now. Oh, oh, damn. Yes. (laughs) It's one of those things where like I will literally like end one phone call yeah. And, like, someone will immediately, like, call right at that timing. I don't know how it works out, but it just does. Yeah. And, like, before this, I'm very used to going, like, three or four months of not talking to anyone. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes, like, everyone will just pile in on, like, a certain month. But this time, it's more like the people I talk to are just consistently talking to me so that I don't get overwhelmed by, like, this um, giant mass. You know, what, you, know what that, you know what that's called? Nope. It's called, it's called being interesting. Uh, what does that even mean? It's called being interesting. Me or them? You! No, I've always been the same. No, I think, like, you might think that you're always the same, but the first thing, the first thing I have to say about that statement is that, like, you are not the same person as you were two years ago. No one is. People evolve, whether they accept it or not. At, at your core, you're probably still the same person, but, you know, we grow as humans think it's less of me becoming interesting and more of me becoming engaged with people well whoa, 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 let me finish i don't know I, i'm just saying let me that finish. you're flaming me i'm not flaming you it's the opposite okay. of a flame i'm uh-huh. complimenting you but that's the that's the first thing right you're not the same person as you were two years ago in one way or another you've grown or changed whether for the best or the worst it's up to you to decide the second thing is i think that you have a different group of friends that's Honestly, probably like you more than your other group of friends. I think that's a fair assessment. I would say that plays a much bigger role than me becoming interesting. You just found better people. Yeah, I think that's more likely it. Just more likely, um, I think in the other years, it's like when some people do catch up with me. Yeah. I just don't feel that care enough to maintain that friendship, honestly. They don't make you feel alive. Yeah, actually, yeah, every time I hang out with certain people like i just feel dead inside you but just feel like you're just, doing it for we just do it for formalities at that point yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why i'm saying i am interesting because people do reach out to hang out with me you said you were i said you were no 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 you said i became interesting which implies that i was not interesting before i want you to understand it's the scale is not it's not uh linear it is I just want you to know that my swagger has always been at a 10. <laughs> there's, there's no more up. It's, it's just there. That's cap. I'm just saying, the last two days, I've bought like three pairs of pants. And this is the most pants that I've worn the whole year. Yeah, I'm sick of tired of seeing your fucking PJs. Like, yeah. When you left this morning, I'm like, bro, he's wearing his PJs so, again. One of the main reasons I don't wear pants is because it gives me the too much confidence. Part, the worst part about your PJs is that they're PJs that look like pants. Which still instill, they, they give me a lot of confidence, but 
they're people patterned always... as jeans that's denim but they're not actually denim it's comfortable and fashionable it's not even remotely close to looking like denim they looks like a they poor have, attempt they at have denim. holes painted in the kneecaps so people always go oh are those holes in your peach or Who the in your pants ask that are they blind what all right I, I don't know if I've said this before, but I went to get an MRR once, and they were like, oh, you have to take off your pants. We're not allowed any medals. And I was like, there's no button on these pants. These, these are these are drawn-on buttons. Because she was like, "There's you, you can't have any medals. And I was like, no, nah, don't worry. These what, are PJs. They have, they have blind people working in the hospitals now, like in outpatient clinics? <laughs> I don't know, but I thought it was hilarious because she made me go back to the other room, and I was like, yeah, I don't know why, but I have to take off my hands. And she, she, he, the other guy looked at me. He's like, no, nah, you don't have to. Go back there and tell her those are PJs. <laughs> And I was like, well, okay, that makes sense. God damn it. Uh, but uh, she, like, looked at it closely after I said it. Because, I mean, the room is kind of dark for the MRI. Yeah, no, don't make excuses for her. She is a healthcare professional. I just thought it was hilarious. Okay. That's how realistic these pajamas are. All they're right? not that realistic. They're, they're pretty good. Look, if you have 20-20 vision, they're not. No, nah, I brought them to volleyball, and people were like, why are you wearing jeans to play volleyball? And I'd be like, no, these are pajamas. No wonder why y'all suck. <laughs> I'm just saying, these are very well-designed pajamas. Alright, all right, whatever. I think, um... Yeah. I think, like, you just have good people in your life. And, I mean, it's, I appreciate the fact that you appreciate them. It's true. You have voiced to me that you appreciate me. And I appreciate you doing that. Cause oh, all the time. needs to be... Well, it doesn't need to be said, but it's always nice to be... It's, it's a good reminder. Affirmed. You're right. Yes. Even though your love language is not word of affirmations. It isn't, huh? Uh, I think it would be probably quality time, I think, is one of the big ones. Yeah. And then you don't care for gifts very much. Or maybe, no, you're picky about gifts. So yeah. it's hard to give you gifts that you would appreciate. No, I think quality time is probably your biggest one, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Are you sure? I feel like talking on the phone, that counts as quality time, right? Or just checking in, or playing games together. Those nah, are I, just have, I just have a... Uh, what's that thing? When you have anxiety when you're by yourself? I don't know. Loneliness? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Look, we, we save this for a different podcast, but... uh. Yeah, we can dive into Eddie's deepest and darkest insecurities. Yeah. Alright, what's the third thing you're thankful for? That felt like... Oh, okay, that's fair. I think that was just one, though. All right, we'll count that as three, because... Yeah, that was a lot. All right. We'll go on. Things that I'm thankful for? Yeah, obviously. I, I need to know if I'm on that list. First thing I'm thankful for are all my friends in Nova. <laughs> Willie included. They're all right. Yeah, no, I mean, looking back on it, four years ago, I was in your shoes, where, like, I was friends with people, but it didn't feel like... Five years ago. I was friends with people that it didn't really feel like they were my friends. They could just have been hobby friends. Because, I mean, that's what I realized about my college friend group. They're just I mean, friends. I was also uh, also my ex-best friend. Oh, true. So, my ex-best friend and I were no longer friends five, six years ago. And it wasn't until you and Brian that I was like, wow. Maybe I do have... Maybe there is hope. Yeah, maybe you became interesting. And I don't think, and don't get me wrong, like, for example, like, Hui and Alex, I absolutely love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would describe them as very safe. They're not, they're not people with strong personalities. I think emotionally, yes, they're not strong, but they have very strong personalities. 
I think they have personalities. Like, I've I've talked to Alex about emotional things, and he just straight up goes, "What's the problem? You can do this, this, and this to fix it." I'll be like, "You know what? You're absolutely right." Oh, you know, I think how I describe it is that like hardcore problem solvers. No, they just don't match my energy. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Alex and Queen don't match my energy. Okay, I I love them, and they are some of my closest friends, but they just don't match my energy. And, you know, and I have other friends, too, with other close friends. But I think, like, you and Brian, I think like, I, I hit it off with you guys pretty well right off the bat. And I don't know. I don't know how long we'll be friends for. But as of right now, I'm very appreciative of you guys. And I'm appreci- I am I'm very grateful that I met you guys. I'm going to assume forever. What? I'm going to assume forever. I feel like at this point, like, the older you make friends that are not through, like, a specific... Hobby? We met through a hobby, but, like, we maintain it outside of the hobby. Like, we got enough report. Well, hobbies is one of those, like, surface-level things, right, that you base friendships off of. Yeah, but we got past that, is what I'm saying. So then it becomes, like, at a certain point, it becomes, like, a forever friend. That is true. Uh, So, so yeah. I mean, I hope you guys are forever friends. I, like, I... With my wisdom and years of losing and gaining friends, you guys seem like forever friends. Yeah, I think that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. At this point in our lives, at least. And I'm very happy to add you guys to my f- group of forever friends. Uh, yeah, I think there's that. And then, let's see what else. Uh, I'm grateful for you guys. That's one thing. Thanks. I'm grateful for Darlene. Cool. I like that one. We've been living together for a couple months now. I mean, we've been dating for years, but like we're living together. Waking <laughs> up to her every morning. Well, every other morning when... She doesn't get up before me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's super nice living with her. Just having her come home and dealing with her shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I really do love her. She is my person. I do want to spend the rest of my life with her. So I'm very grateful for it. I knew it, right off, I knew it from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what I want. I've always been the kind of guy that I know what I've always known what I want. I'm very mm-hmm. decisive. And so, like, when we first started dating... Anywhere off the bat, she was the one. So, grateful for her. Last thing I'm grateful for is my health. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think I've lost like 10 pounds since the summer. Which is surprising, right? Because usually people don't lose weight during the fall. It's true. Yeah, I've lost a ton of weight. Uh, so that's nice. I'm in good health. My body works. I am not dying, unfortunately. Well, no, fortunately, I'm not dying. Uh, yeah, my joints work. Muscular. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Damn, that's lucky. I am happy I'm in good neuromuscular health. I'll drink to that. My, all my bones and joints work. I'm in pretty good shape, too. I'd say, like, overall, this is probably not the greatest shape I've been in my life. I'm in pretty good shape. I mean, for 30, I would say that's pretty good. This is, yeah. This is very good. I, uh, I can still run, and I'm still faster than most people I play soccer with. I can hang with like, a lot of the younger people. Must be nice. Yeah. Like, I'm part of a soccer club, and, like, I'll hang with, like, the people who play, like, club in, like, Europe. I'm not better than them, but I can hang, and that's enough for me. Like, I'm not, like, a uh, a burden. You know what I mean? When you hold a team back? Yeah. I definitely don't hold a team back. Yeah. There's, like, that uh, middle zone where you, like, can contribute, mm-hmm. or you're kind of, like, you can tr- contribute enough to where you're not useless. I'm in that zone. See. Yeah. Must be nice. Well, yeah. 
It's okay. It's just like a nice like reality check. Last time I went, I was not on the team with mm-hmm. all the good people, and unfortunately, I was one of the better people on my team. Uh-huh. It did not. It was not fun. I mean, it was fun because I was still able to like make plays. Mm-hmm. But I've always, but the like the way that my the way I play soccer, my style, and the position I play, I'm a multiplier. I'm not like a adder, addition, adder. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I see what you're saying. Like you, if everyone was carrying their own weight, you'd be you basically would just shine. Uh, if there was some one or two people that were like that can, I'm a creator. I can create chances for people. Yeah, I create chances for people and I create chances for myself, but I'm not, like, a finisher. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Like, in volleyball terms, I'm a setter. Damn. Think very highly of yourself. You should. You deserve it. Oh, I mean, again, I know where my shortcomings are in soccer, and I know where, like, I can't hit. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's funny, too, right? Because, like, I tell people, like, so there's people that I play, like, on my teams, and I told them, like, at the highest level, I played defense. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What? No way!" Because for most of these rec teams, I play like center mid or like, yeah, I play center you can mid. Play whatever you want, right? Is basically. Like- yeah, because they're like, "Yo, you pass, you run, you can shoot, all this stuff." And I'm like, at a competitive level, like at a pro level, yeah, I am absolute trash. Makes sense. Yeah. So like to me, they probably like to them, they probably think I'm the best player. I am the I am the best player on the team. I like it. But when I play with, like, these... If I play with these club guys or these rec league guys, I'm, like, the best soccer player you would get out of me is if I played, uh, like, a certain position of defense. In soccer, there's, like, center the center defenders, mm-hmm. which are pure defense, and there's the outside defenders who can also attack, and that's where I used to play. Okay. So I do have, like... That's why I'm kind of, like... I do have some, like, you know some offensive skills in a tool bag that I could pull out every now and then, but at a, at a rec league or at a rec level, I'm fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The same thing as like volleyball, right? Like I'm a decent hitter, but like if you put some like blockers in front of me, like I probably can't hit as well or whatever. Right. It's probably the same way. Yeah. Like in rec recreational, I can usually hit around blocks, but like if I was going to play more competitively, I would have to play libero. Which is just pure defense. Yeah. Mainly because I'm very short. Yeah. So I can still do, I don't know, soccer is like very, there's so many like attributes and stuff to it, but I'm just great. I'm in okay health, good health to like play soccer and enjoy the sport. Yep. Oh. Pretty solid. Also grateful for that I have a job. Oh, nice. A bonus grateful. Yes. I'm always grateful to be able to feed myself and Darlene and... That's fair. My friends. I'll be grateful that I get to kind of do whatever I want and that I'm not living in a box. Somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that's that's all the things we're grateful for. Well, I'm sure there's more, but that's all that I can think of right now. I mean, that's all that we're willing to list right now because that literally could probably be, like, just several episodes. Of just It's true. Yeah, there's, there's so many things we could be grateful for. Uh... Yeah, should we wrap it up? Yeah, so we're doing this new segment that I like to do with Eddie, which is just get to know Eddie by asking fun questions. All right. So today's question, which I actually have run into the scenario. Well, I haven't run into the scenario, but like it gets brought up a lot, I think. Yeah. And it's the scenario of is 
that was completely wrong. <laughs> I just read all that. <laughs> Anyways, the scenario is if your partner gains, like, gains some weight, yeah. and you are no longer physically attracted to your partner, yeah, how would you go about letting her know if you should at all, right? And like. We're gonna cover all our bases, and like, this is not due to a medical reason. This isn't due to like emotional stress, I guess. Maybe we could. I, I think that might happen to a lot of people. Either way, she gains some weight. Yeah. Either way, she gains weight, and you are no longer physically attracted to her. So how would you? How would you deal with this, like, dilemma? How would I deal with it? I tell that bitch to hop on a treadmill, eat a salad, <laughs> eat a salad every now and then. Yeah, that's that's keeping it pretty real. Nah, I would um, I would offer to like do things right like take him hiking go for walks go on bike rides i've always been okay prime example with this this is actually a perfect example when i was dating my ex she put on a little weight while we were dating uh-huh. i also put on weight because it was her ideal version of me we both put on relationship weight okay yeah and i made it a point like look this is not i'm not I'm not happy with this like i'm i didn't directly say it to her but i said like look we need to lose weight like I'm not happy being, like, as heavy as I am. And let's keep, let's keep it a buck. I maybe put on, like, maybe 10, 15 pounds. But uh-huh. it was enough for me to be like, yeah, this is not, this is not healthy weight to, that we're putting on. So, I mean, I brought to her. And so, like, we started eating better. We started, like, working out and, like, being more health conscious. So, I would do the same with Darlene. If Darlene put on some weight, I'd be like, look, babe. I know you like your bagels, but uh, <laughs> we have to start cutting back a sudden. All right. Uh, so you would bring in like a lighthearted, joking manner, but also like serious at the same time. I would, I'll bring up a joke. Yeah. And I'll tell her like, look, we need to start going on hikes. We need to start biking. And I don't care what you say. We're going. And okay. then she'll probably complain about it because Darlene likes being very stationary. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So would you say it's like a deal breaker where let's say it's not through stress or anything and it's just like if i was not if i was if i was not physically attracted to my significant other Uh and they weren't doing anything about it for an extended period of time yeah we'd break up okay that's fair yeah so you know what you want and you're just kind of like yeah i gotta be like to me i gotta be like attracted to my significant other okay that's fair plus sex is a pretty big thing yeah for me in relationships i think it's probably pretty like you need to it's something you need to communicate with your partner right important for a health and so like if i wasn't attracted enough to have sex with my senior father i'd probably break it up with them or break up with them because i i mean that's fair yeah so that's how i would handle it i mean so far that seems like a pretty healthy response i'm just thinking about how i would deal with darlene i mean i wouldn't like be blunt about like hey yo you need to lay off (laughs) what you said to me (laughs) off of that treadmill Eat a couple of grass. Yeah. Salad. Salad. That's right. I keep calling salads grass for some reason. It is grass. Yeah. Uh, it's the same color. It's basically the same. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I wouldn't say that. Okay. But yeah, just like you would confront her about it, but just like in a lighthearted into a serious conversation. Yeah. You know what it is? I mean, I'm going to keep it a buck. When I was dating my ex and she was putting on weight, there are very subtle things I did to point out that she was getting weight yeah this sounds toxic now it is a little toxic <laughs> you know so everyone has insecurities yeah i hope i am not being a misogynist by saying this but women tend to have more insecurities and so it is very easy to take advantage of these insecurities 
guess it depends what you're insecure about. I, I mean, I think guys probably have the same in, same amount of insecurity. It's just about different things. Yeah, but women typically, uh, it's a good mass of women are insecure about how they look and their weight. So I used to do subtle things to point out, point it out along with me. Like we need to, you know, get it, get back on our healthy horse. Damn, you hella toxic. I am. I mean, v- Vietnamese men are the most toxic people to date. Out of the Asian. Out of the Asian groups. Yeah. So yes. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. Out, out of, out of the Orientals. Yeah, I mean, gotta win at something, honestly. What do you mean? We win all the time. Vietnam more? Yeah, yo, we take that dub. I don't know. We kind of lost at the same time. <laughs> it's one of those things that. What do you? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah i don't know all right let's wrap up this episode yeah that sounds good to me uh questions comments concerns you want to join us on this episode on this podcast or not this episode because this episode is being released yeah uh you want to join us on the podcast no happy endings podcast at gmail.com willie what's the email Size space out when I read the ending i don't know what you said no happy endings podcast at gmail.com is that plural yes it is okay. Please like, rate, subscribe, favorite uh, this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Anchor, uh, whatever your listening platforms are. And um, yeah. No further, I do space out. Happy holidays. Thanks. Happy holidays. Peace out. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I think on behalf of No Happy Endings. Uh, I guess we can be very grateful for the viewers, all two of them. The No Happy Endings host, this is us. On behalf of Willie, Brian, and I, and Nikki, uh, we're grateful for you guys. Honestly. For real, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I will add that, like, I'm pretty sure Brian, like, we do pay attention to people who listen. Like, we don't see who actually listens, but, you know, it's always nice and every now and then when we, like, look at the uh, an episode that we released and it's like, oh, three, there's been three, three listeners to this. this it's episode. consistent. That's, that's what we like. Yeah. And it's always nice to know at least one person's listening. So if you're listening to this right now, on behalf of Brian and Willie and I and Nikki, we are thankful for you. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Peace out. Peace out.